Welcome to the Roundtable. I am Jennifer Eller, and with me today is my co-host, Mike Hill, and our producer, Nick Wilson. And our guests are Sharon Pulver and Craig Johnson, who are part of Blessings in a Backpack. But before we get to Blessings, we want to kind of get to know both of you. So, um, Sharon, can you tell me, I, I know you a little bit because your best friend's my hairdresser, so I've run into <laughs> Sharon <laughs> there before. So oh, I thought <laughs> yes. you were going to say the normal, like you go to the hairdresser that tells you about everybody else's life. No. You know, because isn't that, that, isn't that how hairdressers do? Like, kinda, aren't hairdressers yes. the biggest gossips ever? Yes. Yeah, a little, yes. But I that's why I go to who I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tara is not like that, and her girls are not like that, and I appreciate that. Okay. I mean, I've known Tara for a lot of years, and so we have great conversations, but it's not the gossip type of no. stuff. Yeah, I so just always figured if you want to know something going on, yeah. like, go to the hairdresser, and they got the scoop on everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, we happened to one day be in at the same time. Yeah. It did. hasn't happened since, but yeah. It was <laughs> nice. I go tomorrow. Are you yeah, there okay. tomorrow? No, I'm not there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes. Um, so yeah, my name is Sharon Pulver, and I'm uh, a transplant to Huntington, mm -hmm. Indiana area. I actually grew up in Georgia. To make a long story oh, short, I met my husband in Montana, and he was wow. from Roanoke. So, well, how'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I decided to take a gap year before gap years were a thing, mm -hmm. you know, because now they are. But I I graduated from college in 1992, mm -hmm. but um, I wanted to do go west of the Mississippi. Had never been there, mm -hmm. and I picked Montana, and just so happened to meet. My husband, who was from Roanoke and went to Montana after high school, wow, because he wanted to be a hunting guide. So you appreciate that. But um, so he did that for three years, and I ended up staying for three years, much to my dad's like he was horrified because I wasn't <laughs> using my college degree. Yeah. But um, I skied and I did all kinds of fun stuff. But anyway, he was from Roanoke. We knew we were going to get married, and there was not a lot of industry job type. You know, couldn't get a job job, so moved back here. And I've been here since 1995. So is, is um, that part of awesome. your spirit? Like you're an adventurous spirit? Like yes. You're just like, yes. Oh, I'm, you know, living in Georgia and go to Montana. <laughs> yeah. Like of I all places. Yeah. Like, well, I wanted to, um, I wanted to learn how to ski was probably my, mm -hmm. and I wanted to see like Glacier National Park and Yellowstone. So yeah, I mean, I didn't grow up traveling, but I always have wanted to travel. Mm -hmm. And since then I, we travel, we try to take a trip every mm -hmm. year. So yes, I would say advent, adventure is probably one of my core values. So. Okay. Um, and that's where you ended up in Montana, is up near Glacier? Uh, we ended up, we were in Bozeman. I mean, oh, we, yeah. we were never in the same place because he was either hunting or um, ranching. And I okay. was either a concierge at a hotel or I was in the Indy for a while. And then mm -hmm. at the end, I ended up getting a job job working at a law firm. But um, So can you give mm -hmm. the, like, this is how we met story? Like, you decided to go out and hunt elk, and you met your hunting guide, and you got married out on the wilderness <laughs> plains. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm just saying, yeah. like, is there a, well, we, like, is there some kind it of a was story? A, it was there? actually a dude ranch, and okay. so I was the nanny to the owners, and Judd was mm -hmm. a cowboy. And we had a mixer. Oh, that's what you called it back then. Um, you had a mixer with all the, the temporary help, because we were all college mm -hmm. kids or whatever. Yeah. And... Um, we just, I don't know what, we were all passing around driver's license and Judd and I have the same birthday, Wow! but I'm a year older oh, than him. Yeah. And, um, we have the same middle name and that's kind of how we connected. And then, so yeah, yeah. I hate to interrupt, like what's the passing around driver's license <laughs> yeah. thing? Is it like, don't I, wear a name tag? Just I think it was everybody like, everybody put the yeah, stuff in a basket. What does your driver's license look like? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Back then we didn't have Facebook or yeah. Instagram. Yeah, no, I we just, had driver's yeah. license. So. I love those parts of the story. I'm yeah. like, you know the way I met my husband? I picked his name, out, his driver's license out of the hat. Yeah. And, you know, it's and, a new way to, yeah, the single, like, you yeah. know, the speed dating. Right. But it's, Maybe exactly. that's what we need yeah. to bring back, mixers. Mixers. We yeah. need to bring back like mixers. That's how people could get we in need, the dating game again. Yeah, get off those dating apps and get back to mixers. Get to mixers. Yeah, everybody put their driver's license in a hat. You know, sorry. Yeah, okay. Side, side note, but yeah, then uh, moved here and settled in and realized it was a great place to raise a family. Mm -hmm. And so we got married and had two kids and now they're both grown and Hank's almost out of college. So empty nester now. And so yeah, life's been good. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah. what do you like to do now? Do you, I know you said you still travel. Yes. But what other hobbies do you um, have? I love to read mm -hmm. and I'm dedicated Y member, so I go to the gym a lot. Um, I'd like to do Bible studies, so I enjoy that. Um, and just 
probably that's about it. I work full time, so what so types of books? That's um, what I was going to ask. Sorry, you. my I'm favorite is historical fiction. That's my favorite <laughs> genre. But um, if I was going to pick mm -hmm. one, it would probably be World War II historical fiction. Wow. I would read that all day long. So do you have a favorite? Um, God, I think it's a tough question. I wish you'd given me that one ahead of time. But, yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, I was just I curious if one, one sticks out. My head, but yeah, that okay. is, I like to read a lot about. Um, I don't know. It brings the. It makes it more realistic, I guess. When it, it's still fiction, but yeah. it's based in some facts. So. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. To yeah. Me. yeah. Great, yeah. Craig. I'm on. You're on. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about you. Well, I was born, raised in Huntington. Um, except for the four years I went to. There's a university down in Bloomington, Indiana University. <laughs> and so my second home. Um, hey. Hey. <laughs> I need to get a kick out of that. <laughs> uh, that's kind of my second home. I, I know the town really, really well. Mm -hmm. So I spent mm -hmm. summers there and stuff. Um, and I came back here, uh, got thrown into real estate because my dad had a heart attack. So I was actually taking some classes up in Fort Wayne mm -hmm. and doing real estate on the side. And once he had his heart attack, I got thrown into it and just kind of stuck with it. So So what did you want to do? I mean, what did you go to college for? Uh, I was going to be an actuary. A what? An actuary. And like that is? Somebody that does probably statistics. So if you have, like, insurance, they look at you and say, what's the risk of you mm. being, you know, losing a, a limb or whatever, you mm -hmm. know. <laughs> uh, uh, whatever, you know. Like, be, what's your life expectancy, uh, too? Yeah, so and like, are you like going to? Thing? Okay. It is a real thing. Like, yeah. somebody sits around and says, we're going to decide to insure this guy, mm -hmm. and we know that there's this probability he's going to yes. get his arm chopped off. Yeah, they do prob probabilities or everything, and it's mm -hmm. all computer-based as well now. Um, so I kind of switched and thought, okay, computers are going to take over that, mm -hmm. which they have somewhat, but... There's, it's still, there's still a, a job, actuary. Mm. Um, and then I wanted to be in accounting and got into economics and wanted to get into banking. So there's a lot of different things. And when you're that age, you don't know what you're going to do. Because mm -hmm. right now, I still don't know what I'm going to do in my life, mm -hmm. to tell my kids. Mm -hmm. So because when they ask, it's like, oh, I, I still don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, so I got into real estate. I've been in real estate since May of 91. Mm. And um, my dad had started his own company and just kind of stayed with it. So I got into um, selling homes and buying rentals, and I do that almost half of the time now is buying and selling hmm. properties, buying, keeping, renting, remodeling, things like that. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm constantly getting calls for places that, hey, do you have anything to rent type thing. So right now it's pretty pretty tough for people. So um, got married and... Okay, so you got to tell your not, story, how you I met did Chris. Not, she, you didn't do a mixer? I did not do a mixer. <laughs> I did not pick her name out of a hat. Um, she was a couple years older than me in school, didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. I always thought she was something. And, something. But I never really... Like something, like something hot? Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> hmm, okay. And I saw her at a wedding reception. Mm. And I thought, okay, yeah. And I got the nerve to go to her job and... Um, ask her out, and I gave her a business card because I and they said call me sometime because I didn't know who she was with. I didn't want to disrupt mm. her. Yeah. And she called me, and we went to an IU football game. That that was uh, your first date. That was our first date. You drove all the way to Bloomington. Yes. We, wow. I figured we'd either know each other really well <laughs> or know each other really well. You know? <laughs> and after that, we've pretty much been together since. Mm -hmm. It just kind of we clicked and. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she, uh, um, she, so my oldest, he's uh, my stepson. I call him my son. He lives in Bloomington. I've known him since he was six months old, mm -hmm. pretty much. And he lives in Bloomington. He's a pharmacist. And my middle son, Anthony, he lives out in Seattle. And then my baby daughter, she's 24, and she lives in Bolivia, South America right now, <laughs> teaching fourth grade international school. So... And she's engaged. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. since our podcast, I, I know. saw on Facebook, like, she's, like, she got engaged. She so if you, ever plan, if you ever have somebody in Bolivia, you can't mail anything there. Mm -hmm. You can't mail a postcard, no. anything. Mm -hmm. You can't mail anything? Nothing. Nothing gets mm -hmm. through. Nothing. They can't mail anything in or out. So, Are they a communist country? Mm, kind of, yeah. Okay. Huh. Um, I didn't wow. know that. Yeah. So 
I know that she, when she when she travels down there, it takes her a minimum of 30 hours travel time because mm -hmm. of all the different flights and, and layovers and stuff. And she had get stopped at, um, I think it was in Bogota, Colombia, mm -hmm. and she had Cheez-Its, and, and she took that out of the she box. She had what? Cheez-Its. Oh. Loves Cheez-Its, okay, the toasted kind. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah, if you get the wrong kind, it's the wrong kind. You gotta get the toasted. Girl so knows what she wants. She That's took okay. it out of the box because it couldn't fit in her backpack. And when they got there, they confiscated it because oh it wasn't in the box, didn't have the nutrition. Oh, she was upset. <laughs> oh, boy. Taking food away from her. Boy, I'm not boy. sure I challenged the <laughs> TSA. So Over Jesus. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Really, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's you know humor stories, but to plan a wedding when the two are in Bolivia, mm -hmm. South America, is kind of you take everything. You do everything planning first, and then he asked her to marry her, and then oh now we're official. Yeah. But it was already planned. He wanted to talk to me. Um, I respect that. And they're only home certain times, mm -hmm. so their their school year is pretty much about what our school year is here. So they're off in summers and spring breaks. And mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And he's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I got to meet him. He I, was I'm really a Steelers sweet. fan. Yeah. He's a Steelers fan. So. Too bad for yeah. him. Awesome. Like, yeah. Didn't they get beat last night? They did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have that game on. So yeah. we've been watching a lot of football. Yeah. Who? Our house has. Oh. I've watched more football this year than ever in my whole entire life. So are you, are you life. now like, I love it? If I love it, but last I don't know what game we had on last night. Buccaneers and the Eagles. Eagles yeah, yeah, that was an the interesting game. Eagles. It was like, oh my gosh, they, yeah. it was just yeah. yeah the was Eagles just crazy. took a dive. They were ten yeah, one. So. And yeah. Here's a quick yeah. question. Yeah. So, did she think it was weird that you showed up at her work and said, "Here's my business card. Do you want to go on a date?" I think so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it took her I a while to call me. I just love these old stories. This is so much fun. It's not it anything was, like it is. I mean, today. she heard all these things like, "Well, I'll if we go there um, to the Bloomington, I'll I'll find out if he uh, smokes cigarettes. I don't want that because <laughs> um, he's a big drinker. I mean, she's gonna find oh. out these things, I guess. And and uh, evidently, I talked more than her, hmm. and which is unusual because I'm not a talker. Was she from Huntington? And did she's you from Huntington. Go to yeah. high school together. Or? She was a couple years older than I okay. was. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. all right. She was. Um, well, I saw her. She was in the band. She was in. She was a baton twirler. So she was one of those. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay. Wow. And so she just, could do the whole like all the way <laughs> up yeah, there. Yeah, I, I get her to it. try to do it every once in a while, and she won't. Can do she it. still do it? She won't do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah, when you find the yeah. old baton and. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, no, sorry. I just want to, I think, I'm coming up with ideas. We need to bring some of these dating things back <laughs> yeah. in the game. Yeah, well, she right. talked to some people, and you know, what is, you know, who is this guy? And mm -hmm. she kind of knew who I was. And yeah. It just kind of. Mm -hmm. yeah. The other thing is, I don't want to be morbid, but did your dad die of a heart attack? No, he's, he's okay, still Okay, but living. just kind of took him out yes, of the yes. realm. Okay. Um, to kind of made you step into the leadership role. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. got it. It was just kind of a, gosh, it was, he was 50 years old. Hmm. Hmm. And just had a heart attack, and it was right when we got back from. He won Indiana State Realtor of the Year, and he the convention was in Hawaii, so I went to Hawaii there with him, and we had memories. We out in the water, hitting the waves, just way out in these sandbars and with that, and we're kind of the only ones out there. And we found out the next day there were shark attacks around. Well, wow. <laughs> so wow, we didn't know that. I mean, we just got there, and but yeah, when he got back, it was it's just something. He mm -hmm. just didn't feel well. And, mm. Mm -hmm. So heart attack and bypass surgery. And wow, good. Mm. Yeah. 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 So what do you like to do? What's your hobbies? Are you a well, reader? Well, I used to officiate high school sports. I did retire finally mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. I just said I, I'm I'm done. So um, you like? I did basketball, basketball? baseball, softball, and wow. volleyball. Uh, my passion was ba baseball. I uh, got into softball because everybody said it was a shorter game, mm -hmm. which it is. Um, easier. It's not easier. Mm -hmm. It looks easy, but it's not. <laughs> Because um, you got a lot of um, girls playing, and just thought, that's all I want to. That's all I want to say. That's awful. I take offense I to just, that. I'm, just I'm offended. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. It's okay. We're real on this podcast. You don't have to apologize. Girl for drama, huh? You, well, you hear all the stuff when you're out on the bases. You hear about relationships, and it's just okay. <laughs> Okay, so do you have like a signature 
strike call as a home plate umpire? Like, do you have the oh yeah, Hoo! or <laughs> something like that? Oh yeah, can you do it? Is it loud now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because every home plate ump has oh, something, yeah. right? Oh, like yeah. that's kind of their. They always make fun of it after you know you hear oh. it a couple times. Right? Oh yeah, so it's huh! Yeah. <laughs> See, everybody has something. I have. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did you throw anybody out? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Parents um, or kids? <laughs> no, I, parents. Not no. You don't really do that. You kind of get the coaches and say, "Hey, somebody over here needs to." Did you have anybody kick dirt on you? You know, I'm just not thinking I'm of all of these things you see on TV. The guy brings a trash can out and puts yeah, it on home plate and crawls kinda, out in a grenade position and throws or yeah. picks the base up and. Everybody thinks they're they're the you know, in all be all coach and or something and their child's going to be the next baseball player it's like you know so it trickles down from the pros because they get paid that's that's their thing and now you think okay well i can do that too and it just trickles down and it and it is bad right now yeah um especially in basketball but everybody's an nba player yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's, probably why there's a referee shortage right yeah and is there one oh yeah yeah oh yeah there is Hmm. quite a bit that they're thinking about football, maybe having uh, Friday games, some go on Saturday because they don't have enough officials. Really? Yeah. So it's wow. it's a it's a real thing. Hmm. And the because uh, they're just sick of it, like, or does yeah, it not well, pay enough? If you the best way to explain it is, if you're a young official coming out of college or whatever, and you're really gun ho and you do games, but you're doing games that are freshmen or lower levels, and there's nobody in the in the stands. Mm-hmm. So when somebody says something. Mm-hmm. You hear it, mm. and there's coaches out there, not picking on the coaches, but they want to be freshman coaches, but they want to be JV. Yeah. They want to move up, yeah. so right. they're trying to do something, and you hear that all the time. Where if you're a varsity coach and you've been there for a while, yeah, you hear them and you can talk to them, but it's just it's just different. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it's just and you have to have a, th- uh, a thick skin. Um, do you have it? Do I have it? A thick skin? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me doing it for so long. Gosh, I started in college and did the intramurals, and that was that was probably worse than because intramurals, you have all the fraternities and sororities, and, you know, they're all... It's like, it's all it's com- like repping Salvation Army. It, mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. And... Yeah. What? I don't know what that means. Salvation Army basketball. You yeah. got guys like me coaching. Yeah. A bunch of kids that quit high school basketball, and then they're oh, playing, okay. and... Yeah, no, it's like... Yeah, and then you... Maybe somebody had a riff with somebody else and they're playing that week. Yeah. It boils down into the game. It's yeah. just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's all... You have the all-out fights. And us coaches nice. and officials don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. but then something happens and... Yeah, it's just... So, yeah, you have to have thick skin. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've, I've thrown out pitchers, catchers, mm-hmm. basketball players, coaches, no. technicals. Yeah, I always think... I the the great thing about football is I don't think the refs can have near the impact that they can in basketball. Like yeah. refereeing in basketball can just change the whole complex mm-hmm. of a game. Like how they choose to call fouls underneath. And again, I'm right. not saying I'm a right. ref. I'm just a person watching. But you know that can change from game to game. Oh yeah. Right. Like the mm-hmm. physicality that's allowed in one game isn't right. allowed in another. And one guy getting two fouls in the first half can change the oh, complexion yeah. where in football, I right. mean, that just doesn't change mm. the, the complexion of the game right. as much, right. especially at the high school level, right? right? Like it's less to yell about. Right. Football know. is more of injuries. Yeah, to keep for players. sure. Yeah. yeah. But if you ever watch, you know, on the officiating thing, if you ever watch a basketball game that's uh, a full crowd, and if you're witnessing and you can see it, if there's a call made, a certain section of people will get an uproar or whatever. It's all about angles because they can see what that angle is mm-hmm. and maybe somebody else does. That's why you have three officials out there. Mm-hmm. They're all different angles. There's, mm-hmm. And they may have seen something, these replays, and it's a split second. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, when we go and watch mm-hmm. girls' basketball games, I'm like, these guys, people are yelling at officials, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Just... Let them play. Mm-hmm. It's already mm-hmm. like watching paint dry. Oh, Just yeah. let it go. Yeah. I don't know what you're yelling about. Just let the, They're all traveling. They're all fouling. They're all, right. You know what I mean? Nothing. I'm, 
not being right. sexist, but there is a for sure difference between mm-hmm. girls' basketball mm-hmm. and guys' basketball and the level of how mm-hmm. it all works. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, just let him go. I don't know why you're yelling at the ref. If I was mm-hmm. them, I'd just let him keep running up and down mm-hmm. the floor. The worst uh, story I had was when I did a Riverview, Crestview, uh, seventh and eighth grade, I think it was, I don't know. It was one of the games. It was really tight. Both teams were really good. And um, my partner was struggling. And so I had to kind of pick it up and stuff. And and I actually got a phone call at home. After the game? The next day. <laughs> and back this is back before caller ID, all that stuff. And anonymous. And I thought, you know, I'm not doing any more local stuff. Mm. And that's that's a that's a that's a factor too. You, you just that's why you lose yeah. officials. Did they like yell at you? Uh just I can't really say anything. Okay, on, but they didn't even—you didn't even know who it was. It was like a non. Oh, it's like, it was some male. That's all I know. That's all you know. Wow. And evidently, they had somebody that played on the team mm. and that lost. And wow. It was because of yeah. me and the other official. Were you at the Crestview Riverview game when the football game when the ref died? Remember that? That's been. Was that? Uh, um, I can't remember the guy's name. He died, yeah, he died at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually the I Lime never City. Heard that. Yeah, Lime City terrible. officials. Wow. Yeah, I can, I can, uh, Doug Gaina. Yeah. Yes, I heard awful. about that, and there's actually uh, me and Steve Godfroy, he was the president at the time. We had to get together, and... Steve's still doing us. So yeah, he's, he's kind of retiring, too. <laughs> I don't feel like, he'll probably die on the field. That's yeah. just him. Um, but yeah, there's a there's an insurance policy and stuff like that, so we had to do all that to help with the state. Mm-hmm get the insurance policy, things like that. Yeah, so, no, it was just sad. Yeah, it was really sad. I heard about that, and I was like, I just talked to him like two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm like, man, this, this never happens. Nice yeah. guy. Just, I think he was maybe 50. Yeah, just died of a massive, well, that's what wow. they said, just died yeah. of a massive heart attack right wow. out there on the field mm-hmm. and yeah. right during the game, or during wow. the game, it's halftime, but yeah. Yeah. Wow, was, crazy. Hmm. Okay, yeah. sorry. Sorry. No, it's all right. No, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So favorite childhood memory for you, Sharon? Oh, wow. What sticks oh, well, out to you? Well, I mean, we, as a family, we would go yeah. every year to Florida. I mean, we didn't have a lot of resources mm-hmm. to travel, but um, that was something my dad would make sure we did every year. And so um, I always remember going, we went to like the Daytona Beach area, mm-hmm. New Smyrna mm-hmm. Beach, actually, every single year. Mm-hmm. And, so I don't think I, I just knew that I wanted to pass that to my kids mm-hmm. and, and travel with them because um, that was just something we, I always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So. so what's your favorite trip that you've done with your family? Um, we went probably a favorite. They're so, they're, it's hard to pick, right. but we did um, a RV trip with Jill and Kevin Jameson mm-hmm. and their two daughters mm-hmm. and then our family of four. So there were eight of us in an RV. Wow. Um, you guys were wow. all in the same RV? All in the same RV. Oh, I thought you did different ones when no. you how, did how it. big was your RV? It, it, hopefully it that was, was like... It would... Um, we did have a tent, um, but... <laughs> what, just because there was not... I mean, you had to sleep on an air mattress on the floor wow. if you didn't have a tent. And wow. But we had some problems, so the tent was leaking. And then... So we ended up just all... <laughs> cramming into the yeah. RV, um, but it was Yosemite, Lake Tahoe, mm-hmm. Napa Valley, um, all in California. And so that was- wow. Was Robin Williams so driving the RV? <laughs> no, um, but I won't say who was driving, but we crossed the Golden Gate, Gate Bridge. If you've ever ca- crossed mm-hmm. it, you get to the other end and there's a toll to get into the city of San Francisco. And um, there's various widths of the lanes. Oh, and we were in a lane <laughs> that wasn't wide enough, so we pull up. And the, the dads are up front, and the one dad looks out the left and goes, I'm negative two inches. And the other dad looks out the right and goes, I'm negative six. So we had to back up. On the, I mean, back up on the Golden Gate Bridge and get into a different toll booth lane to pay our toll. But um, it was just a blast, and uh, we were all pretty low-maintenance people. So, like, the, yeah. the quarters didn't bother us. We just had a great experience. Yeah, so that was a awesome. lot of fun. Awesome. That sounds yeah. like my RV story when we out, went out west in Tony's RV the one time yeah. we're in Flagstaff, Arizona, mm-hmm. and we're going down the wrong way, and so we have to turn to get on another road. Well, it's all hills, so you turn. There's this great big hitch hanging off the back, so I turn to go up. The hitch digs in to the pavement. We're stuck right out there oh, in the middle gosh. of the road. Yeah, I mean, the RV is like pitch dug in because you can't back up because mm-hmm. you back up is just digging in more, oh, and then the more gosh. you go forward, it just keeps digging in. I'm like. 
yep, somebody better call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, those kind of stories. Wow. Well, that we've was always wanted to retire with an RV <laughs> just maybe for like three or four years and go see all the national parks. Yeah. And um, so this was sort of a litmus test for do we really want to do this? Uh-huh. And we, Judd and I walked away loving it, so we know we want to mm-hmm. do it um, in a few years. Hopefully we'll be able to... Yeah, retire awesome. and be in awesome. a well, full-time I'd, RV. I'd like to get it in a few years and then have a few years to work and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and maybe ex- just take it on smaller trips and yeah. then in our young 60s we while we're young enough to hike and right you know, take it around the country so yeah, that sounds great awesome. mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah. yeah so what do you do Sharon what? um I work for LKQ Corporation which is okay Transwheels the local branch yep. um I work for the corporate headquarters now which is based out of Nashville I just changed jobs last summer, um, but I've worked mm-hmm. there since I moved back in 1995, so I've had one job my whole career, um, but now I'm I'm spreading my wings a little bit and doing some IT work, so, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. So your favorite childhood memory, Craig? Well, I was thinking, I don't really have a certain okay. one. I didn't really have a childhood, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I just Swimming in Hawaii ball. with sharks, right? That's what you... Yeah, know. I mean... I, I had so many memories. I mean, no, nothing's. So I guess my childhood memory is remembering all the things I did as a child. Mm-hmm. It's just so many different. And thinking about that, I'm thinking about things right now that I have not thought about mm. in years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, trips to Boston, trips to Grand Canyon, trips to all these places mm-hmm. around. So you guys were travelers. Uh, somewhat, as best mm. we could. Um, so that's when me and Chris, my wife, was raising our kids. We wanted it with do stuff as well and do traveling and things and happily have them remember things as we did. I think I traveled mm-hmm. more than her mm-hmm. as, a, as a kid. Mm. But, and it's now that they're growing up, Going, we went to Glacier and that's one of my favorite trips. Um, Anthony lives out in Seattle. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. kind of remembered it. So he, instead of kind of remember it, he took it off and went over there mm-hmm. and saw all the places and his memories mm-hmm. are coming back. And that kind of made me feel good mm-hmm. that they're enjoying the things and um, Emily's not afraid to go to Bolivia or mm-hmm. Costa Rica or Honduras. Right. And when they went to, with David Dean down to Dominican, I mean, it just, mm-hmm. the world is there. Right. It's not just down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fort Wayne is not a, a, a big trip like it used to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. So, and it, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. next thing I know, Zach, our oldest, he, he called us one day, oh, uh, by the way, I'm going to uh, Europe. Oh, when are you going? Well, I'm on the plane. Oh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> type thing. You know, you know, go, he went to German Fest with a, with a yeah. bunch of old college guys and, yeah. and hung yeah. around. Yeah. And it's like, they're not afraid to do that. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's good. And mm-hmm. that's what's helped us and, mm-hmm. and how they, we tried to do, Somewhat of a educational tr- trips with also fun. Mm-hmm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, do I have a childhood memory? I had my childhood had a lot of memories. There's mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. I mean, one's not better than the other. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't have a a bad childhood. So which I hear goes into blessings. You know, if you want to yep. talk about blessings, yep. but no, I thought um, we could start. Yeah, start talking about I, blessings. My wife's and, the nurse at the high school yep. and. She sometimes she comes home and she's just drained and mm-hmm. and you know she can't tell me who the people are or whatever mm-hmm. and I just I, I just can only imagine what she deals with yeah and I think if I named twenty different things I'd probably just touch it mm-hmm. of what she deals with yeah and yeah. Uh, so it's just I don't know it's sad sometimes yeah yeah that, so that, yeah so let's just start talking about you know blessings in a backpack so we wanted to have. Both of you on, because one of the things that Life Church does for any of our new guests that come and fill out a card, we give five dollars to a local organization, and Blessings in the Backpack is one of them. And um, I can't say that you—I know you—we actually packed in the room that we're in right now because yes. you were at Life mm-hmm. Church. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know—is this the first location that you ever packed? No, it's our in? second. Your second, okay. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we just want to learn a little bit more about what Blessings does. So I guess start from the beginning, Craig, like how Blessings started and came well, came to Huntington. Um, how much time we got? <laughs> <laughs> um, you got maybe 20 minutes. So <laughs> Blessings is a uh, national organization based out of Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And how we got started in Huntington, my daughter, mm-hmm. she had attended Canterbury uh, School in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. When she was there, it was her, her last year there, 
and she came to Huntington after that. But she was actually Canterbury School, the middle school, and the high school would pack for mm -hmm. the organization up there. They did four schools at the, at the time. Well, Hilary Duff, the actress, came in. She's a big supporter, mm. blessings. She came in, and she spoke with everybody and talked about it. And when Emily got home, she was talking to my wife, and they are hey, you know, how's the blessings and how it went? And she was talking all about it, and Emily's not a talker as well. And she's like, well, what, do we have something like this in Huntington County? My wife says, no. So Emily said, well, why not? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Mm -hmm. A week later... She comes up and says, well, did you find out why? <laughs> find out why what? <laughs> and it's just, and she said, why we don't have blessings in Huntington mm -hmm. County? And it just shocked her, my wife, that why is this sticking mm -hmm. in her? Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I don't know. So she got with um, Lee Dowdy, which is the youth minister, I think. Children's here, pastor. Children's mm -hmm. pastor mm -hmm. here. Yeah. And said, hey, we're, you know, Emily's talking about this. And and I thought, well, okay. Let, so they made a uh, meeting with uh, Tracy Schaefer, the uh, superintendent mm -hmm. at the time, and went and talked to him and, and uh, told him that when to get Blessings Backpack started. And he just sat back in his chair and he says, I've been waiting for somebody to do this. Mm -hmm. And he just laid out this, this is what wow. we're going to do. They started Andrews, started with 15 kids. And this started January of 2011. Mm -hmm. And so the different... Churches around had the youth groups would go get food, pack it, deliver it to the schools. And this went on for about the first semester. And things weren't kind of organized. Money was coming in. Uh, Lee was in charge of the money, and it was just coming in from just anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then the next semester, the, uh, the youth kind of said, eh, it's a little bit too tough for us to do all that because we were getting from 15 kids, it went to 30, mm -hmm. and then it went to 45, and just kind of grew. So we started at uh, St. Peter's first on Etna mm -hmm. in their basement. We packed down there, and then we kind of distributed, and it was kind of a struggle in a way. And then it kind of died a little bit somewhat. Emily then came to Crestview. She got with, um, she found a friend. Um, Holland Anderson, mm -hmm. and I was talking to her about it, and they both just kind of said, hey, we need to keep this moving. So the two of them kind of revived it a little bit, and the youth got involved, started with the, with the kids and feeding mm -hmm. it, and we started getting little drivers to deliver the stuff, and we started getting too big. Then we moved here in a smaller room, and then we backpack everything out here. It went to from like 150 people to mm -hmm. 200. It was just, it just kind of grew mm -hmm. just really fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you were in every elementary school. Every elementary school. except for Huntington Catholic, which mm -hmm. we've done a couple times, and then Roanoke. Roanoke mm -hmm. is, there's a small church organization that does theirs. Mm -hmm. and they, we've always told them that if they decide not to do it, then we will just yeah. go right in. So do you it. still do like all the kids on free and reduced or just free lunches? Free and reduced Boost. is the, um, is the qualifications. Mm -hmm. They have to do a permission slip to be involved. So not all of them. Mm -hmm. I think there's what, 1200 or yeah, so? Yeah, there's like 1100 and well, it's like a, now it's down to like 1049 because we uh -huh. continue to lose the attendance is going down in Huntington County elementary schools, but so 1049 kids each week. Well, that's how many qualify, and we okay. are now feeding over five, like 510. Okay. Right. Wow. So we, we hit the 500 mark this year for the first time. Mm -hmm. Right. Because some will, they don't really want it, pride, or mm -hmm. it could be uh, they live with grandparents. It, it should be a wide variety, variety mm -hmm. of reasons. Um, so, Meaning mm -hmm. they have to sign something to be able to be involved in blessings? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's, uh, mm -hmm. We give permission slips out to the counselors, which gives it to the teachers, mm -hmm. I guess, and then they kind of know who mm. and what. And once mm -hmm. they're on the program, the next year they're continued on the program mm -hmm. until they opt out. Mm -hmm. um, so Yeah, so prior to Emily like coming home and say she wanted to do this, did you ever have a desire to do anything in missions? Well, how I got involved was, you know, this is going on. Chris is doing all this stuff, mm -hmm. and, and we were in Andrews. And after the, f the first semester, we thought, okay, we just started. Let's talk to the counselor and say, hey, can we have a meeting and just talk to him about we're in your school. Mm -hmm. What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? What can be improved with or whatever? How is it, how is it working? Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, I'll go. 
You know, and, and I think it was Chris and a couple other people. There's a Dana Myers involved mm -hmm. too, and she her kids went to Andrews. Mm -hmm. So I just okay. So we met with the counselor, and the counselor said, you know, there's some kids that that when summer comes, you want them to go home because you're like, and there's other ones that are like, you know, their mm -hmm. home life, and it's like, uh. mm -hmm. and there's this one girl that came in every morning, mm -hmm. had a horrible home life, and she knew it. So every morning she'd brush her hair. Mm -hmm. She knew she was on blessings, and she thought, oh, we're coming in. I'll ask her about blessings. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, you know, you get your blessings. Oh, yeah. And she goes, well, mm -hmm. what do you like about it? You get Pop-Tarts, and mm -hmm. we gave fruit cups and ramen doodles and all that stuff. And she was just combing her hair, and she was, yeah, she goes, I really like it. And, and uh, it's so exciting when I get home on Friday, and and I have that bag, and I hold it, and my mom gets home from work, and I give her that bag, and she's got food, and I'm just so proud, you know. Mm. And he said, what makes you so proud of that? And I says, well, because then my mom has something to eat, so she's not hungry, and she doesn't beat us as much. Oh, my. And I'm uh. like, I'm thinking they like Pop-Tarts. Wow. Like, and I'm like, I heard that, and I, I still get chills. I'm getting chills right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah. This is not just a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now we're hearing all these stories. We don't know who the kids are. Right. But we hear all these stories that they bring the food home and an older sibling will cook the ramen noodles, throw in some chicken or whatever, and they'll make food until their parents get home. Maybe they work late or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but the impact Blessings Done is in Huntington County, because you don't think that, you know, when I was growing up, my childhood, mm -hmm. hunky-dory. Yeah. Mm. Always food on the table, yeah, fam good family life, no one's yelling, beating you. Yeah. I yeah. talked to my mom, and yeah. it was a special occasion when my dad was home in the morning. He worked third shift. I mean, it was mm -hmm. just, and now it's like these kids are broken families yeah. and you know, no, no food to eat. We heard a special occasion was they go through McDonald's and get a six-piece McNugget, and they each get a nugget. Mm. And it's just, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I, I just don't understand but now I do, mm -hmm. that it's, it's yeah. there. We survey the teachers each spring, mm -hmm. and we get comments kind of not similar to Craig's where they'll say, I know these kids, that if they don't have this, they don't have food. Yeah. And so um, they, it, you get that kind of reassurance, even though we can't meet with the families, mm -hmm. that, that there really is a need for this, yeah. um, for the yeah. For the students and yeah. So then, how did you become a part of it, Sharon? Um, well, I, I had school-age children, mm -hmm. um, so it, Emily is one year older than Luke, I think, or in between Luke and Hank. I can't remember, between. but that, those girls did a great job mm -hmm. of um, of spreading the word through the middle school mm -hmm. ranks. And so I think Luke was the one that introduced mm -hmm. me to it. And at that time, he couldn't drive, so I'm like, well, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And of course, I, I mean, I think we always tried to let our kids know you are blessed and you give back mm -hmm. and um, you have work for what you get. You, you know, we always tried to just give them good core mm -hmm. values. And so we had taken them to, you know, serve food at the mission in mm -hmm. Fort Wayne and we had done some different things with them, but this was the first time that Luke had said, mom, let's go do this. And I mean, I really have to give credit to Emily and Holland cause they were, mm -hmm. they were out there spreading, spreading the word. So mm -hmm. anyway, we came here into this room. Mm -hmm. It's funny. <laughs> And uh, we, I just did that with them for many years. So then as they got older and they were started to drive themselves and I had more time, I, I stepped into more of a leadership role on our committee um, to, to help with grant writing. That's my role. Mm. So, And, you know, I just feel like um, it's a great way to give back. I, it's not a huge time commitment. Mm -hmm. I mean, if anybody listening is interested in joining our committee, it's um, not – hours and hours and hours. It's volunteer work. You know, we have no paid staff. Mm -hmm. It's really unique about our nonprofit is we have no operating expenses mm -hmm. and no paid staff. Mm -hmm. So everyone that volunteers for us, um, time and talents is 100% volunteers. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, so you said like grant writing because I know sometimes, I mean, at the early days, we were like the pop cart church, mm -hmm. you know, we collect pop tarts mm -hmm. for you guys. And I mean, mm -hmm. do you still do things like that? I know you do like big orders through like Kroger's and, and stuff like that with right. like, cause you can get cheap, you know, cheaper costs and stuff. So, I mean, how, how do you get your donations and what does that look like? 
Well, we do food drives still, mm. definitely. Um, Missy Ehrenman is our volunteer mm. that organizes all of those. So if anyone is interested in doing a food drive, we'll just definitely, I'm sure our contact information will be up at some point. Mm -hmm. we, can, we can get that going. But we do grants. Um, Echolab from town, mm -hmm. they have a national foundation. We get a grant mm. from them. And Parkview Hospital contributes to us in two different ways, mm. um, through Huntington County Healing Partners and then through the Parkview Foundation. And then we're United Way funded partner. And so that's probably the core of our funding. We still have a lot of local support from businesses, though. We have, you know, Nove and um, uh, Jurgens Hardware gives us money every mm. year. So we have a lot of local organizations that will will write a check. Mm -hmm. So and just then individuals. I mean, mm -hmm. Craig might know more. We mm -hmm. just get checks from people mm -hmm. um, who hear about us. So it costs about four dollars and fifty cents to feed a child for a week. Mm -hmm. Um, so we always say, you know, if you can give us $5, we can feed a child. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a large amount of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I knew you have a rotating menu and mm -hmm. I'm lucky enough to be a driver to deliver to Flint Springs and yeah. Right. Mm. So good. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. For yeah. That. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, you don't get to see the people, but well, it's it, still a great thing to be a part of. We have a committee, but it, we have a, other people that are involved. It takes a village to mm -hmm. do what we do. Um, Especially when COVID happened, COVID, it was just, what do we do? Mm -hmm. And we all got together and had a powwow six feet apart. <laughs> and we actually packed mm -hmm. in your big area. I think your congregations are now. Yeah. We had, I don't know, tables. And we had, I don't know, 40, 50 people there. We packed four weeks mm -hmm. or six weeks of food the fire department delivered it to the high school. They put it in the cafeteria, had mm. big long lanes of one that stuff. So when they actually would give the food, um, deliver their food through the school, they would deliver the blessings mm. the, with the buses. And then the bus drivers saw mm -hmm. how some of these kids were living because mm. they would see at the house, not necessarily at the bus stop. Because so they got, would take it up to the house to yes, give to the families. Yes. And wow. we would get, we started getting donations from bus drivers. Wow. They're like, I did not know. And I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. I had a light bulb when my when mm -hmm. I heard my story and, and um but it took the fire department, um, Ken Akins at the at the school system with the food. It just it, it, we needed more totes. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, I had money and I ordered totes. Mm -hmm. And we got the totes before the um, the company close to Canada stopped making them because mm -hmm. COVID. So we had enough totes to do four to six weeks. So it's just it's mm -hmm. just the outreach. You don't you don't know how many people mm -hmm. in the village it's taken to do blessings. Because mm -hmm. you guys pack every week, correct? Every week. Every yes. week you have different organizations that come in and yes, and sometimes we pack two weeks in advance. It just kind of depends on the mm -hmm. school system and also we have people that on our committee that are in charge of that. Mm -hmm. um, so everybody's in charge of something somewhat, and it kind of overlaps. So you know, if she needs help with a grant, she'll advise from this or that. Um, so it's not a president, vice president, things mm -hmm. like that. It's all a committee. Everybody's in charge of this or that. So um, we get food now from Kroger. We got too busy, too big for them. Mm. So we had to go to Aldi. Aldi mm -hmm. has really been mm -hmm. a, a, a great... Um, and then when COVID, we could not order bulk food. So we had to get with Community Harvest Food Bank, mm -hmm. and we do a lot from, with them as well. Um, we actually, I just got off the phone with them. We're picking up a big order Wednesday, mm. next Wednesday. Wow. So, um, and we have uh, Jurgens helps us out with the Penske truck. Mm. So we'll go up there with the Penske truck and load it mm. all up and bring it down. And I think that they're trying to get, um, what is it? It's not Love Inc. now, but it's Love something. United with Love. United with Love. Mm -hmm. They're trying to be a hub where Community Harvest will be in this area. So it will help us location wise where we can just order food, get it right there instead of going all the way up to Fort Wayne mm -hmm. and back. Mm -hmm. So, because they used to deliver it, but with all the costs, I, mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, we get food drives mm -hmm. from different organizations. And next thing you know, we've got. A whole bunch of ramen noodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other yeah. day when I was picking up, there was a lot of these boxes, like Apple Jacks or something like yeah, that. We, I feel like cereal. that was, yeah, was cereal in there. And so. It's very, very tough to get cereal. Yeah. Um, it's it's mm. very tough. So it's getting better, but it's we go through Cisco. And that national organization uses Cisco. Mm. They don't, they're, 
I don't know, cookie cutter of this is what we give, we give a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you want to go into what we give. Well, the Cisco packs tend to be like um, a beef jerky stick and maybe, you know, a, a maybe a mac and cheese with the peel back, you know, one serving. But mm -hmm. we do full box size of things. We do full cans of mm -hmm. soup. So the four menus, two of them are protein-based. So we do a can of chicken with like a noodle dinner and then supplement with a fruit or vegetable mm -hmm. and cereals and some snacks. And mac and cheese goes out every week because mm -hmm. we think it can hopefully mm -hmm. either feed the family or feed mm -hmm. for a couple of meals. Yeah. And then um, one week we do peanut butter and jelly. Mm -hmm. So, again, that's a protein source. And mm -hmm. then the other two weeks we just do like a canned soup or a ravioli, like a mm -hmm. sp SpaghettiOs or something like that, along with mac and cheese, ramen noodles, fruit or vegetable, and breakfast and snacks. Mm -hmm. So... Um, as food has gone up, obviously our cost has gone up and our number of kids have gone up. Mm -hmm. So um, we do have a need for continued donations and um, or more food drives. So anything anything anyone wants to do to reach out to either Craig or myself, um, we obviously would be more than willing to discuss with them how they can help us continue to serve kids. So Yeah, I guess that's my, my big question is like, so right now you use the number 500 kids, like we're taking care of 500 kids, there's 1,100 whatever available mm -hmm. to be able to get in that. Are there barriers right now that need to be overcome so you can do more? Or are you guys kind of at the limit of what blessings can do? Because I'm just to help our listeners and our viewers understand, if you could remove this barrier, mm -hmm. if we could bring in an extra X, if we could figure out something else, it gets us to another level to be able to do more. Are there, I don't know if I understood mm -hmm. it right, but is there any of that that's the case? Well, a few years ago, Craig um, raised the question to our committee because we used to, but budget-wise, based on funds, we okay. used to say we can do 350, we can do 400. Mm -hmm. And we would tell the counselors to say, well, find your most you know, needed mm -hmm. 100 children. Mm -hmm. And uh, they would push to get those 100 kids signed up. Well, a few years ago, Craig said, Let's have them send home one to every qualified family. Mm -hmm. and so that's been our policy ever since. Mm -hmm. If a family's mm -hmm. qualified, they're getting a permission slip. Right. A few things we did to try to increase participation was when the school would allow us, we would show up at back-to-school nights. Mm -hmm. Now, that got all shut down during COVID. Most schools wouldn't allow it because, mm -hmm. again, there's a little bit of that confidentiality mm -hmm. of who qualifies mm -hmm. for free or reduced mm -hmm. lunch. Mm -hmm. So some of them were like, well, have the table, have the forms. People can come up and ask. And you know, the, mm -hmm. and you can say, you can take a form or you can ask the counselor if someone doesn't want to mm -hmm. take the form in front of um, the, the whole school, back mm -hmm. to school night. So we did that to try to help. And then we went to the Department of Family Children's Services. We work with Carrie Baker. We give her permission slips. So as they're visiting families that they know will qualify, mm -hmm. they ask, hey, mm -hmm. are you signed up? Here's your form. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of the two things we've done. That's a, the limit of what we can do because sure. we can't really approach families. Um, obviously if we had a thousand kids sign up, I would certainly tell you we would need more funding. Right. <laughs> so, right. um, but we would be willing to serve a thousand mm -hmm. kids if we had a thousand kids sign up, we'd, right. fig we'd figure that out. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you were going to ask people to say, you know what, the best help for blessings in a backpack today, if you're listening or watching, this was how we would like you to respond. What would it be? Well, I, I know my answer is I feel like it, I would like to see more. Um, people join our leadership committee or even just to be a volunteer. Like we okay. have a, we did an open house two falls ago. It wasn't this past fall, but it was fall before. And we got like, I don't know, 10 um, volunteers that they didn't really want to be on the committee, but they're in a group me chat and we say, come Wednesday night and they're there. They'll mm. be there every Wednesday mm -hmm. night. If we're short people, we need to throw together an emergency packing because of snow. Mm. Um, so I know that like the long term, we want to continue to get new ideas, um, hmm. maybe new ways of thinking, new leadership. Um, you know, Chris has ordered food for what, 15 years, you know? Oh, yeah. Wow. So it'd be nice. Maybe <laughs> let's somebody new wants to come in and learn how to order mm -hmm. food. Like we can start to cross train and, and bring more life into our committee. Mm -hmm. I think from that, you know, we, then we can find new ways of funding from, mm -hmm. from new ideas, new people. We can find ways to solve funding problems or food problems. Mm -hmm. So that's my answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you can always ask for money, things like that. But mm -hmm. mine is, uh, it was pre-COVID, me and uh, a, a past committee member, Holly Tester, got involved to try to get the youth. We wouldn't have, 
I look at it as this is youth feeding the youth. Mm -hmm. And my ultimate goal is to have somebody on a committee and say, you know, I'm on this committee because I was one of those kids that got mm. the food. Mm. I'm just waiting for that day to happen. Mm. You know, that's that right there. I'll be complete. Mm. Mm. Um, so if you're out there, come see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's pre-COVID. We had a youth youth team. They were leaders. Mm. They led every packing. Us adults just kind of sat back, make sure nobody's getting hurt. Um, but when somebody said, hey, what do I do about this? Well, go talk to Joey or, mm -hmm. or Amy or whatever. And mm -hmm. they were in charge. Um, but the, them to get involved and we need to get the youth back. Mm -hmm. And they were a part of our committee. Because when we, we got to a point that all of a sudden middle school counselor came and said, hey, these kids were on blessings and now they're in middle school. Mm -hmm. They're asking for the food. What do we mm -hmm. do? And we started talking about it and everything like that. And the youth leaders are on there, and it was my daughter at the time. She says, uh, what's our mission? And if you know Emily, she'll feed every kid mm -hmm. in the county. Mm -hmm. um, and I got out the mission, read the mission, and she have we fulfilled our mission? I said, well, no, not yet, because we still have some people. Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, somebody's going to take care of them. We need to fulfill our mission, which kind of surprised me. Mm -hmm. But love got involved, and now there's Teen Pack, I think it's called, or something like that, and the high school. So they meaning that takes care of middle school and high school. Yes. Got so they it. would oh, use wow. their clinics. They would deliver food to the clinics, and then the kids on Friday would pick up their bags hmm. on the way out. Now I think they they have a grant. They deliver it to their their houses or something like that. I don't know how hmm. that works. But. Yeah, there was hmm. that was like a little bit of a barrier of going to the clinic at the high school and picking up your food, mm -hmm. and your peers would notice. Right. So that's a United Way actual grant that they have DoorDash drivers deliver it uh, to the homes. So, wow. so that's all through the United Way. Okay. Wow. DoorDash. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow, I so didn't know that. That's exciting. Yeah, that's too. great. Yeah, so Great. so volunteers. I would like right. to get the youth more involved. Okay. Because the youth can be in there. They can be passionate to it. They can feel like they're giving back. Because we, we do have an influx towards now and a little later. A lot of seniors want to get their, their, their service hours in. Mm. Yes, that's great, but I'd love to have them get involved as freshmen, sophomores. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not a huge time commitment, but if they want to get others involved – and they tell us adults what we're doing wrong, great. That's what we want to know. Mm -hmm. So we want the youth to be the leaders and, and build leaders in our community. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I would, if there if there's any parents out there that have kids that are need something to do and feel that there would be passion, let's start the youth, youth leadership mm -hmm. again. Because when mm -hmm. COVID happened, it died because of COVID. So we need to get it back in and... And, and is that something that was led like through, when we say youth, like youth groups from churches or just youth in general? Just youth. It was about 10 or 12. They'd get together once a week or, I'm sorry, once a month or every other month. And me and Holly would just kind of say, hey, what do you want to do? They they said, hey, we want to get T-shirts. So we want to give out mm -hmm. T-shirts. We got money to give T-shirts out. Um, they wanted to do uh, drives the, at the high school. Some wanted to do at the middle school, get other people involved. So they had, uh, they had their own ideas. Mm -hmm. They went to organizations and spoke. Mm -hmm. If if you and I are talking to adults at a optimist club or whatever, it, okay, they understand. But mm -hmm. if you got a 15 or 16 year old that's talking about blessings and how mm -hmm. passionate they are, mm -hmm. it's going to hit home with them more mm -hmm. than us talking. And so the youth group was um, a wide range of sports. So if you mm -hmm. were in basketball season, you were just kind of doing basketball, right? Yeah. But the students that were golf players in the spring were contributing more in the fall and the winter. And then in spring, we wouldn't see them again until mm -hmm. the fall. Mm -hmm. So if that's a barrier to any parents thinking about their children, we, it, they can have their sports seasons. Like it, we had a way to, it just seemed to work out. Didn't oh, it, yeah. 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 Some would get in the fall and some would be in the spring and basketball mm -hmm. long season. Right. You know, next thing you know, the basketball team wants to pack. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't have a place for pack so we can, they can break food down. They can clean something. So, yeah, anything. So, yeah, um, so yeah. as we're ending it up, so the so we'll put obviously some sort of contact information mm -hmm. of how people, but if it's if somebody's out there listening watching. Mm -hmm. So, if you're a youth and you're you're watching or somebody who's involved with youth, it's like get with you guys, be able to volunteer. If it's people that can be a part of a leadership team or be on a committee, 
if if churches want to do food drives, like I'm still trying to decide how that part works. Like if you, how do you decide if you're going to do one or not do one? Maybe they just ask you guys to yep, say. If they're do interested, you... we'll do one. Okay. Yes. And we'll, mm -hmm. we have a person, a contact person that sure. will organize it with them. Like what item, they'll tell them what item or items mm -hmm. to collect and a date and all that. Mm -hmm. Right. So if churches want to be involved and be mm -hmm. a part of that. And then obviously through one of you guys that from the donation standpoint, there's a way to be able to donate to blessings i'm assuming you know that they can easily find and be a part of and yes yeah we're i'm we're working on a, a website for donations okay. that through the corporate blessings in a backpack um i've started to work on it i don't have it finished yet but we can they can certainly mail a check or make a phone call and um, right. we can figure we can work with them on that so yeah but either way it's mm -hmm. i mean we'll we'll put out mm -hmm. some sort of when we put this podcast out there'll be an opportunity to put some sort of a link or thing that would be able to right. uh, get and so get to that and if you would say uh, we'll kind of end it with this to any local churches or people other than the things that you say are there ways that we can help bring awareness to what's going on to help engage more people? Well, I mean, it's, I mentioned this when I um, met with um, the other pastor before. Taylor. Yeah, mm -hmm. Taylor. If, I mean, we're certainly more than happy to come and speak at any church, this mm -hmm. church, Life Church, any church. So that's one way that if people, you know, if I, five minutes at the end of any service, we can, can give a much shorter spiel than this. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And if people want to know more what's, what Blessings is, and I just tell people, okay, imagine, just just eat lunch on Friday and don't eat until mm -hmm. Monday morning at breakfast. You understand what blessings yeah. is. I mean, right. that's what yeah. it is. Right. Because these kids don't have any food mm -hmm. for lunch to breakfast. Mm -hmm. And that fills that gap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, again, thanks, you guys, for coming on. I mean, I think that obviously people have got a perspective of, what needs to be done and how they can help. And so when we put this out, we'll try to put links together. And again, if you're somebody that's out there that's listening or watching, you know, uh, be a volunteer, get involved, get with you guys, you know, be a part of it. As local churches, you know, we need to try to figure out how to keep telling the story. Like you said, there's nothing more powerful than the story. Right. You know, the, the story that you told of, of a young girl taking her meal home and, mm -hmm. you know, not getting beat as much because she has food. I mean, those are the kind of, not even tell that direct story, but this is mm -hmm. why, mm -hmm. right. you know, because they're, you know, I've always said this, is that it's not because of a lack of money or resources. I mean, the food crisis is not because of a lack of money. It's either a lack of awareness or we're too greedy, mm -hmm. one of the two. Because the, the, the amount of money that's in the United States of America in communities, mm -hmm. no one should be hungry and nobody should have those problems. And so we need to figure out how to step up, be a part of, support organizations that are you know, the, the basic need. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, something that it's hard for some of us to understand because you've never been there, right. right? You've never been in a place where you go home and there's nothing in the cabinets or there's nothing, you know, to be able to eat and what stress that puts mm -hmm. on. Uh, but again, we need to be aware that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not just I'm hungry. It causes way more mm -hmm. problems than just being hungry. And so yeah, it's, it's uh, kids aren't as sick as much. I mean, there, there are some studies. Can you correlate it with blessings food? I mean, it's nothing 100%, but the attendance is better. People mm -hmm. are there. They're not, you know, Friday comes, they're not worried over the weekend. They're not concentrating on their teacher because they're worried about food. Mm -hmm. So that kind of takes it out of their mind. But they seem like they're healthier, more attentive, um, have grades gone up. You know, we, we, we hopefully they all mm -hmm. have, but, you know, there's no, you can't direct coordinate it. But, yeah. Yeah. But one plug I'd like to have is if you're looking to volunteers, things like that, is we are in the uh, early stages of building a facility of our own wow. that we can, we've, um, so we have the plan somewhat, but we need to have some idea of the cost of everything involved. So if there's anybody out there that has any type of, um, I don't know what the word is, but experience or, or contractors mm -hmm. experience on certain like that, I'd love to talk to them because we want to say, okay, this is how much we need to, to raise and then put mm -hmm. that out for, for raisement of that. Because we've uh, partnered with um, one of the local churches that they've actually donated 
um, some land wow. and which actually attaching to their facility, which will hook into their heating and mm. all that stuff. So it's going to be um, kind of like what we did here somewhat. Mm-hmm. But yet, mm-hmm. on we actually would we don't really own it. We would be renting it over so many times, but it would be like free, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they've um, they've reached out to us, and we've got it all working. We just now get, need to get how much it's going to cost, raise the funds, mm-hmm. and uh, start building, and mm-hmm. then we can be self sustaining. And mm-hmm. it's we want to have it where it's. Um, Easy in, easy out for trucks and right. deliveries. And yeah, because right now it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. so. Which, you know, I, I really like, you know, you guys leaving here was hard, but I think you have a much better place to pack now mm-hmm. at St. Anne's. Space, you know, yeah. more space, but yeah, trying to get to, you have to pull forward and back down. Yeah, and I can't imagine tall, trying yeah. to get a truck to do that. But yeah, um, yeah where you're at now is truly much yeah, more and room this, and much better for have a, storage. Uh, a level area. It would have a docking area. Mm-hmm. Right. It would have our uh, restrooms there. We'll have yeah. our own heating, cooling, temperature. Mm-hmm. Keep it. We'll have a area where we could meet mm-hmm. as well yeah. and be a lot yeah. more comfortable. Wow. So mm-hmm. it'll it'll be. That's awesome. Yeah, there's more parking. I mean, everything. It'll just all be what mm-hmm. we need. Mm-hmm. So it's just now we've got to the steps. Keep taking all the, yeah, all the steps. You know, where you were and where you keep progressing. Yeah, right. And right. God, yeah, God will. So we had a local person, John Bostel. He did mm-hmm. construction. He designed everything we needed. Mm-hmm. So we need to just go from there and say, this yep. is what we're going to do. And this is how much it's going to cost. And uh, then we'll go and say, we need this much money. And we've already had some people say, I'll donate my uh, mm-hmm. time doing electrical or do mm-hmm. this or that mm-hmm. and that yeah. would be wonderful yeah. when that all happens yeah. right. but we need to say okay this is how much it's going to cost mm-hmm. if we had to pay for everything right right yeah so yeah that's exciting the money we get for food goes 100 yeah. percent for food, for food. right yeah. this would be so different right yeah. to be able so, to mm-hmm. raise money for that yeah. mm-hmm. right. so something you could be looking for you know yeah. that coming out yep. and, mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. thanks guys for Love that you came on, share your story, love mm-hmm. to hear Thanks what God's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, so you guys that are listening or watching, make sure that when we put this out, you like, comment, or share because that gives it the ability to be on way more feeds than mm-hmm. just uh, what Life Churches is. And then the more that you comment or share, the more that we can get out to other people. And if you see, uh, obviously, you guys are out there. If you see these guys in public, you know, mm-hmm. come up say hi, try to figure out how to get involved. Um, and again, we'll put out a link uh, of contact information. So if you're listening or watching, give you an opportunity uh, to be able to do that. So thanks guys mm-hmm. for your stories. Thanks for everything you're doing. And thanks everybody for watching or listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>